We are so excited that you are joining us today. We here at Royal Priesthood Ministries are dedicated and committed to teaching, equipping, and training men and women in the principles of God. These principles will free them from their past hurts, pains, frustrations, and confusions, helping them find love, help, forgiveness, peace, divine direction, and encouragement. Our senior pastor, Harold W. Britton Sr. and co-pastor Sherry Britton have answered the call that God placed on their lives. Let's hear what the Lord is saying through His vessels today. Let's talk Bible with you today. Amen. Whenever you come into the house of the Lord, wherever you go, you, if you go and visit another church, take your Bible with you. Amen. Amen. Take your Bible with you. Come on, wave it up. Let the devil know you're arm in danger. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can have what it says I can have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart receptive. I'm about to receive the incorruptible, the indestructible, the ever-living seed of the word of God. I would never be the same. Come on, say it like you mean it. I would never be the same. I would never be the same. In Jesus' name. Come on, go and give him some praise. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. You would never be the same because of the word of God. The word of God can do anything and everything that you want to do. You just got to know how to apply it. And that's what we do here in this ministry. We teach you how to apply the word of God to your situation. Then you got to walk it out. We had a golden text. We're still in our series, and we took our series in, a, um, in a Isaiah chapter 8, please. So it's our custom that you stand for the reading of God's word. Praise the Lord. In Isaiah chapter 8. Glory to God. We serve a wonderful God. If you haven't said praise the Lord. We're looking at uh, verse 18, and therein you shall find. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord had given me are for signs and for wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts. Turn to your neighbor and say, a new way of living. You may be seated. A new way of living. As we move into the year of 2023, we're not going to live the life that we live in 2022. We're going to do some things different now. And I see people here in this ministry, you probably don't see it, but pastor knows what's going on in this ministry. Think I, not one moment, I don't know what's going on. And I see people here in this ministry here uh, doing things in this ministry that they didn't do in 2022. And they're doing things to make it better in their life and in their family life in 2023. I see it. And you're going to see it before it's over with. I say you're going to see it before it's over with. A new way of living. On last week, we had the opportunity to share with you concerning the prodigal son. Hmm? How he uh, came to his daddy and told his daddy to, uh, he wanted everything to what belongs to him, so he was going to go out there in the world and do his thing. I shared that with you on last week. 
And, I, and after all what he had been through, the Bible said that the prodigal son had to come to himself. And sometimes, my brothers and sisters, something got to happen to, to your happen to you in your life that you got to come to yourself. Hmm? So let's see what went down with this situation again. Let's go to Luke chapter 15, please. Let's see what took place in his life. I know we have some people here that wasn't here last week, so we're just going to do a little recap, but not much. Let's see what took place with the prodigal son. And we'll pick it up in Luke chapter 15, beginning with verse 11 down to verse 19. If you haven't said praise the Lord. And therefore, I don't think I want that one. I don't think I want that. I want, yeah, I want, I want, I want 15. Yes. I want 15. I was just moving so fast that I was trying to go to the other scripture, but that's why I want 15 in verse 11. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of good that falleth to me. And he divided them, and he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there, were, and there wasted his substance with, with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there rose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in what? In war. Anybody give him a dime? They'll give him nothing. He's spurge. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his field to feed what? Swine. And he would and he would vain have filled his belly with the husk of the swine did he. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself he said how many hired servants of my father have bread enough and to spare. And I perish with hunger. He said, I will rise and go to my father and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against thee and heaven and before thee and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of the higher servants. Glory to God. I mentioned to you on last week that God can't do much with you until you come to yourself. Hmm? And don't get wrapped up and tied up with this worldly stuff out here. You see, and there's a lot of people in church get wrapped up with these worldly things that are going on around them. And so, therefore, they can't fulfill their purpose. So they're so wrapped up in Tyler with worldly things. 
this worldly system. I said on last week, three things has to happen for you to come to yourself. And I guess I just only gave you one, but I'm just feeling that the Lord lead me to go a different direction on this. But the first thing that I mentioned that something got to happen is that you got to come to yourself. You have to come to a place to where Big Mama won't loan you another dime. See, you have a tendency of people bailing you out. When you have this mindset living into this world and system, then you want to always run to people to bail you out, and then you want to try to run game on them. See, you got to come to yourself. Jesus said that you have made the word of God a none effect because you have, yeah, because of your tradition, it must be a new way of living, ladies and gentlemen. This is what Jesus said. He said, Jesus said that you have made the word of God a none effect because of your tradition. It must be a new way of living, my brothers and sisters. You can't live the same way that you lived back there in 2022. He's saying that you come to church on Sunday and you say, hallelujah, praise the Lord. But nothing really changed in your life. You still continue to live the same way. After you hear this word, you still continue to live the same way that you did last week or the day before. But I'm here to tell you, my brothers and sisters, that you have a purpose. And if you're going to fulfill that purpose, you got to change. You have to come to yourself. See, when nothing really changed in your life, that means that you got a hold of something that ain't real. Watch this. Because the gospel will change your life. And when, you gotta, when, when the gospel won't change your life, you got a hold of something. The word of God would do anything and everything that you want to do in your life. It would change your life. And you'd never be broke another day. So you have to tell that devil that, hey, I changed my mind and I'm going to live for the Lord from this day forward. That's what you got to do. You got to come to a place and tell that devil, I changed my mind. See, you have been trying to go ahead without seeing anything. And you, are, and, you, and you ain't designed to move forward without what you can see. You got to see, ladies and gentlemen. You got to see yourself in that new house. You got to see yourself with that new job. You got to see yourself making that kind of money. You got to see yourself doing the things. If you can't see yourself, it's not going to happen. You got the seed to go. Watch this. And if you can't see anything, then it's time for you to jump in the word of God and begin to meditate on it. Your labor is not in over, your labor is not in overtime. It's in the word of God. Is it sometimes you got to pass that overtime up so you can fulfill your purpose? It's in the word, ladies and gentlemen. And you get in that word. And the proof is you drive and manifest the evidence. 
And if evidence is not there, then your faith, then your faith is a fake. Your faith is a fake if the evidence is not there. Watch this. And see, you're moving. And you are doing these religious things. But nothing has changed. My brothers and sisters, let me tell you that God is ready and willing to change your life. But he's a gentleman. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's not going to force himself upon you. But I'm here to tell you that he's willing and he's ready to change your life. See, don't be trying to perform before people. And don't ask Big Mama for nothing else. And don't be trying to run, don't be trying to run, uh, uh, run your credit card up. Trying to prove yourself to someone. See, what you need is to say, hey, wait a minute. I'm going to put my flat feet down on the ground, and I'm going to believe God. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to believe God. I'm not running to Big Mama. I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm going to believe God to supply all of my needs. Glory to God. Now you can trust him. I said, you can trust him. God is the only one that you can trust. Put your trust and your confidence in God. Watch this. As a matter of fact, if you look in the scripture, no person, this is a tweet now. This is a tweet. No person on this planet can say no to God. You see, you're under the same covenant of Abraham. And once you're under covenant, uh, uh, you're locked in. we under the same covenant that Abraham had. we locked into that covenant, ladies and gentlemen. I said to you once, you're under a covenant, and you're locked in. And the covenant doesn't work because uh, you cry. It doesn't work because you hurt him. The covenant doesn't work because you pray long. The covenant don't work because you fast. The covenant only works when you step into it. You got to step into it, ladies and gentlemen. Get into the word and see what belongs to you and step into it and meditate on it and work it out. You got to step into it. See, you got to have revelation of what you're doing. Say amen to that. So what, I, what am I saying? I'm saying that a lot of people think that they can't trust God. But I'm here to tell you, you can trust God. Billy just had a previous experience on trusting God. When someone on the outside come to tell him something about his wife, I said, what did the Lord say? He said, Lord told me she's going to be all right. And his wife was all right. Why? Because he put his trust in what God told him. But what this man did here is say, hey, he said, wait a minute. I'm in the book now. The people in my daddy's house have more than enough to spare. The servant do. 
and I'm perishing with hunger. Know what was sending him back home. Provision. Provision. Provision was sending him back. Watch this. Provision can send a man to church. But if home, but if home, but, but if home, but home at the church, and the people at the church, and he comes to the church, and everybody in the church is broke. God never tend, he never tend for a bunch of people in the church to be broke. He never tended that. Something's wrong, ladies and gentlemen. God expects for it to be no poor among you. And I can show you that in the word of God. I can show it to you in the scripture. Yes, you may come here broke, but you ain't going to stay broke. Why? Because we're going to give you something that's going to give you something, put some money in your pocket. God expects for us to be no poor among us. Watch this. Jesus said, Jesus said unto me, come unto me, all that are labor and are heavy laden, and I'm going to give you what? Come on. I'm going to give you rest. What are you saying? Put everything in my hand and rest. And when you rest, then I'm going to do the work. But when you go out and do the work, then God, Jesus is going to rest. He wants you to rest so he can work. Put it in his hand. Glory to God. I'm talking about a new way of living. See, if I didn't have this working in my life, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be preaching this to you this morning. And people want to go somewhere. And they don't have to use their faith. Hmm? They want to go somewhere. But I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to need your faith. Somewhere down the line, you're going to need your faith. Hmm? Watch them. They just jump from church to church. As soon as something going on, woo, 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 what's going on over there? Oh, he, he's over there. As soon as something going on over there, woo, woo, he over there. But wait until the famine come. Wait until the famine come, ladies and gentlemen. Now you're going to have some, you're going you to have to go somewhere. You're going to have to go somewhere where they preach in faith. Because faith is the only thing that's going to deliver you. Religion, religion. But he came to himself. He came to himself. He said, okay. I'm not calling Big Mama anymore. And matter of fact, I'm going to cut off the phone. See, the devil, the devil, see, the idea of the world is to, is to not let God deliver you. And that's what Satan wants. He don't want let God, he don't want you to let God deliver you. Whatever you're going through, my brothers and sisters, you got to let God deliver you. He doesn't want God to deliver you. But if God deliver you, you're going to tell him. If God deliver you, but sometimes you got to put pressure, you got to put pressure on that covenant. You got to put pressure on it, ladies and gentlemen. See, you got to get all of that flakiness out of your system. Now, what am I saying to you? I'm saying that God has a way of delivering you from anything and everything. 
He got a way. He would give you the opportunity to judge yourself. And when you don't judge yourself, God will judge you. Glory to God. He got a way of delivering you, ladies and gentlemen. Out of everything and anything. This is a covenant keeping God that we serve. No person on the earth can say no to God. Now let me show you where I'm, where I'm going with this. The first step. Let's go to Exodus chapter 3, please. That book called Departure. Exodus chapter 3. If you haven't said praise the Lord. See, somewhere we got to stop fooling ourselves. Mm -hmm. We got to stop fooling ourselves. Because the covenant is real. God made Abraham very rich. Made him very rich. And he can make you very rich. Hmm? Now, what did I say with the tweet? What did I say with the tweet was? No person on this planet can say no to who? Do I have to start all over again? Huh? No person on this planet can say no to God. Look at verse 19 and verse 20. And I am sure that the king of Egypt would not let you go. No, not by the mighty hand. And I would stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I would do in the midst of thereof. In the midst of thereof. And after that, talk to me. He will what? He will let you go. My God. He can't say no to me. But he might say no to you. But he can't say no to me. Why? Because I am God and I'm God all by myself. See, this is God talking to Moses. Now, why am, why am I saying that? Because, saying that? Because you read here in the scripture our ties in my Lord. In Luke chapter 6 and verse 38. It said, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. We have that as a, as a, uh, on our ties of the Lord. Listen. That is a covenant. I said, that is a covenant. You got to press into that covenant. And the reason why people don't give because they are not sure that God is going to... Give back to them. That's the only reason. My brothers and sisters, I came by on my way to heaven to tell you that, uh, that you can trust God. You can trust God with your life. You can trust God with your life. As a matter of fact, you did. You said, I give my life to you. Now, why you can't trust them with your money? Why you can't trust them? You trust them with your life. Why you can't trust them with your, with your money? See, Pharaoh say, 
No, he's, he can't say no. He couldn't say no to God. He had to let the people go. Look at this right here. I want you to see this here. Go to Proverbs chapter 21. Proverbs chapter 21. I want you to see this here. Glory to God. If you haven't, say praise the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 21, look at verse 1. It says, the king heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water. He turneth it whithersoever he will. The king heart. So don't think that somebody is too high. Come on. Don't think that somebody too big because when he says, uh, 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 man is going to give into your bosom, you can take that to the bank, ladies and gentlemen. You can take it to the bank of heaven. Say amen to that. If he said it, he meant it. That's a covenant, ladies and gentlemen. It's not words in the word of God. That's a covenant. You can take it to the bank of heaven. See, if God, if God tell you somebody going to give you something, they can't say no to him. See, the people of God need to trust, put trust in God. See, I believe that they are, they are too busy trusting in it. Watch this. I, I believe they're too busy trusting their connections. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, the only connection that you need and the connection is with God. That's the only connection you need. Because God's not going to let you down. Hmm? See, you have to speak that word over your situation. And the kingdom process is sowing and reaping. So you must add words to your situation because words have authority. And that's the reason why I say, scratch your hand. We put word over our seed that we give. Just as long as you ain't robbing God and taking from God and doing what you're supposed to give. See, God is not waiting on his authority. He is waiting on your authority. In his book of heaven, God have already seen you see you victorious in his book of heaven. And I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that you are victorious. God has seen you in the day of famine. And in the day of famine, God said, you're going to have plenty. Glory to God. And ladies and gentlemen, you can work, you can work this, you can work this anytime you want to. You could just, you could, you could, it's just like an ATM machine. You could go to it at 8 o'clock at night, and you could go to it at 8 o'clock in the morning and get your money out. Depositing and withdrawing is part, watch this, of your inheritance. Glory to God. You could go to it anytime you want to. It's part of your inheritance. How about Ruth? It was a famine in the land in Israel. But she had a mother-in-law named Naomi. They decided to go to another land. Naomi and her husband and her two sons. Well, the husband died. They in a family, they in another land in Moab. Within 10 years down the road, the two sons, they died. They were married. They died also. Huh? 
Ruth said to her mother-in-law, mother-in-law said to her, why don't you go back to the Moabites? Go back to your country. Your husband did. She said, no, where you go, I'll go. That's love, man. Naomi and her other sister-in-law named uh, Oprah. Oprah wasn't saying anything. But, no, but, Naomi, but, but Ruth, she told her mother-in-law, what, 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 what she going to do? But cut a long story short, Oprah decided going back to the Moabites. Going back to Moab. Ladies and gentlemen, Ruth got covenant man. And your God should be my God. And notice, she followed her mother-in-law. Now her mother-in-law is a widow and her mother-in-law is poor. And it don't make any difference. It don't make any difference. Ruth stick with Naomi. Hmm? Watch this. Because as we, as we follow her, as she, as she follow her, they were, no, they were now gleaning in the field. They were now gleaning in the field. And gleaning is for poor people. But, a, but, the, but, the, but uh, just a little beans in a bag. And they take it home and they eat them. But the big man came out on a white horse. And he looked down. And he said, who is that? Oh, they're just a motorbike woman here. Came back in this other land. He said, look here. I want y'all to start setting this stuff. Don't take up everything. Set stuff out so he can, he can get this here. This man, ladies and gentlemen, was not a bozo. He was a bullhead. He's the big man on the house. Who is that? Watch this. And she didn't have no makeup on. Come on now. She didn't have, she didn't have, she, she didn't have no makeup on. Are y'all going to help me here? She didn't have her weeds just right. Come on now. Y'all going to help me with this now? She didn't have her nice dress on while all this right here was showing. She didn't have all that. But what she did have, she had God. Glory to God. She had God, ladies and gentlemen. And when you got God on your side, he will make a way for you. That's who she had. She wasn't showing all of her stuff. She had God. As I move into my clothes, watch this here. Open door to supernatural provision. I think I have to go home. For the servant and daddy house have more than enough to spare. And I'm here. I'm starving. Now, what's the difference between a servant and a son? A servant got the earn, got the earn his own. A son get his own by inheritance. Listen, your days are working for a living are over. Your days of working for a living are over. So what am I saying to you? Each time that you go in this Bible, Jesus takes him through steps. And the Bible says in John chapter 6 that they following Jesus around. They've seen all the miracles that he did. They've seen how he blessed him physically, mentally. And they follow him. He had a crowd to follow him, ladies and gentlemen. 
Listen. What does it take for you to come to yourself? Hmm? What does it take? Because that's all you got to do. You just got to come to yourself. You got to be willing to put your pride down and be like crazy like the four friends that took their friends up on the rooftop and broke it up and set them down right there in front of Jesus and healed his son. The house were packed. They couldn't get inside through the door. But one of four of four his guy friends took him up, tore the roof off, and laid him down. That's faith, ladies and gentlemen. A man sitting by the roadside, roadside crying out, saying, Jesus, have mercy on me. And everybody says, shut up, we in church. And the Bible says that he cried out louder and louder and louder, Jesus, have mercy on me. Why? He came to himself. He came to himself. He said, I'm not going to let this pass me by. And there were people who would listen to him. Who, who, and there are people who listen right now. That they may not have any attention of changing a change in their life. That because you haven't come to yourself. Many people listen to me right now as we go by the airways. Don't have no attention of change in their life because they haven't came to themselves. But I got good news for you. God got a way of getting your attention. And I'm here to tell you, wait until the famine comes. Wait until you come to yourself. You're going to look for a change. And I'm tired of working this hard all my life. Nothing, I have nothing to show for. Nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to rest. Come on, give the Lord shout praise in there. It's time to rest. And I just want to say to my Facebook friends, glory to God. Repeat this after me. Say, Father God, I believe in Jesus. Please forgive me for all of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you said that prayer, we believe that you are saved. Get into your good Bible teaching church that's going to teach you the word of God. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. Amen. Wasn't that an awesome teaching from the Word of God? Join us every Sunday morning in the sanctuary at 2518 Delaware Avenue, Flint, Michigan, 48506. Sunday school is at 10 a.m. Sunday morning worship service at 1130 a.m. Wednesday prayer is at 6 to 7 p.m. And Wednesday Bible study at 7 to 8 p.m. All Eastern Standard Time. You can visit us on Facebook under Royal Priesthood Ministries. You can watch us on Roku, The Fire Stick, Apple TV, Facebook, YouTube, and Cross TV under the Five-Fold Network. You can also listen to us on iTunes and Google Play Podcasts under the Five-Fold Network. You can also call us at 810-424-1503. To give a donation, you can cash app us at 
dollar sign 7 hwb god bless you and we will see you next time